This is the first episode of the Lex Friedman podcast. Could you imagine if I did that? <laughs> Anyways, this was kind of a technical disaster, like all of my YouTube videos. We are getting better though. I could not get video for me this episode. The solution was all I had to do was restart my computer. Following episodes, I will have video in. But for now, it will do. Episode one of the Beater Brothers podcast. Welcome back. This I will not hot moment. Let's just, let's just do Beater a speed point. run through the speed run. All right, so here is my first question. How much, you might already know this, how much do you think the current Mr. Olympia makes? I believe that the, if we're talking big Mr. O, open bodybuilding, I believe it's something like 400,000 to a half a million prize money. Yep. First place open is 400,000. And then, dude, this is what's so sad is that 212 and Chris Bumstead gets $50,000. Literally, seems, is that an eighth of that? He gets an eighth of what the Open wins. See, it's, it seems like maybe we as the, like, fitness community are more into the classic physique and men's physique divisions as opposed to other countries that have oh, more. Oh, you think? I think it's more densely populated areas are interested in Mr. O. Yeah, I never even thought about that, bro, because from my perspective, it looks like Classic is bringing in all the eyeballs. But now that you just said that, yeah, in Egypt, Big Rami is a fucking probably one of the most famous people in the country over there. Exactly. And think about where we are. We as that niche group of people, we only see what those people are talking about. We don't see what the the dude from Bangladesh with 82 followers and his 600 other yeah, like bro, think about the fact that almost every single person we follow on Instagram is English-speaking and from America. Yeah, we do have a very small perspective. <laughs> Point in case. Point in case. All right, bro, but this is this is so fucked, dude. So, so how much do you think the first, like, 10 years of Mr. Olympia, how much do you think the prize money was then? I, I know that this is buried somewhere deep within the catalog of my brain, but... I, I want to say, if we're talking, let's go back maybe like early 2000s. Let's talk Phil Heath. I think he probably made a hundred grand. Now, what do you yeah. think? All right, so what do you think when Arnold won the first time? What do you think Arnold's prize money was in 1974, five? I think it was five grand. No, bro. It was a thousand dollars. Can you see my screen? Yeah out of here dude to be the biggest if, if you were the, the best physique in the world in 1975 you got a thousand dollars a year we're gonna have to get a calculator to adjust for inflation just to see what that would be today yeah hopefully i mean it's probably like 10 grand max but i'd dude, call it so 10. that made me think dude how the fuck was arnold so rich when he was a bodybuilder because i if you, you watch know, his documentary he's like i had millions before i was in movies but how is that possible, bro, if he was making $1,000 for his best competition? I, I, I was going to mention that. You remember he talked about um, how Joe and Ben Weider helped him with, like, getting property in Los Angeles and stuff like that? Oh, did they really? I wonder if they yeah, just bought yeah. it for him. They helped him out quite a bit. And... Dude, that's one, of, that's one of my conspiracy theories is that – Joe Weider was a John and Arnold was his biggest client. <laughs> I, um, there's just no way that did not, there well, was not some form of that happening. Absolutely. Absolutely. He brought him from the country here and put him in a mansion. That's what's so weird about it is he says he was broke as a child. And then in the documentary, his, he had a mansion in LA before he even did movies. He lived at a mansion. 
That's where that that's where that clip came from of him in the Mercedes doing the flex and the eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Another one. What does the Olympia bring in annually? I, I just looked, so what do you think? And actually this is just from Hold on, I'll look in a second. So what do you think the Olympia brings in annually? Twenty twenty two. I I actually know the answer. Oh, do you really? So fifty million, like right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Roughly? Fifty million in non gaming so that's so that's this is kind of misleading. It says Mr. Olympia creates nearly fifty million non-gaming economic impact on the city of Las Vegas. So does that mean that they make way more money, and that's just what they brought to Vegas that that year? Non-gaming and non-gaming economic yeah. impact. I'm willing to bet that's a a gross and not a net of everything. So that's probably their or total what they're that's making. That's probably right? just um, non-gaming economic impact. I need to look up what that means, but. But yeah. Mr. Olympia, uh, tickets, pay-per-views, etc. You think that's million. what they're getting that number from? Okay, yeah. It doesn't really say, because I don't know what Could the fuck less. that means. Could be less. So then you look at the total prize pool, $1.6 million. So that's when I, was, when I first saw, when I saw that earlier, I was like, okay, it kind of makes sense why they give everyone fifty grand. But the difference between four hundred grand to five to 50000 for Chris is ridiculous, bro. Like... It should be like three hundred and a hundred thousand at least. What's the math there? I mean, I mean, I mean, if you, let's just round up four hundred thousand to an even five hundred, yeah. and then and then fifty million. Is that? I mean, is that is that a is that a half a percent? Is I that mean, 10 if you think about all the people involved in the Olympia and the people that need to get paid, and the fact that someone is literally getting, what is that, a, a hundredth of that? I guess that's. Uh, that is kind of, but, he, but he's the bro. person winning the entire competition, so maybe 1%. he does deserve. Yeah, maybe he does 1%. deserve one percent. Yeah, yeah, one yeah. percent of it. It's now not. You got me thinking they need more. I don't know, man. You compare it to something like Quentin Tarantino working with Leo and some other big actor. Yeah, well, that's 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 where my mind's at. That's why it seems so ridiculously. Or like or like professional athletes. Like think they all make millions, and even the bench players can make like eight hundred thousand to a million. And there's way more people in that. There's more people watching too, though. Yeah, I just now thought. Consistent <laughs> over the years, consistently. I mean, nobody's dad watches the Mr. Olympia live stream. <laughs> some do, some do. I mean, I always try and get my dad to watch it with me. I'm that. I'm you know, I I watch it every year, but it's not. It's it's not. It just hasn't caught all the steam. And okay, yeah, we we see a big difference here. <laughs> The total revenue of the NFL is 18 billion in 2022. <laughs> Holy shit, bro! I did not realize it was that much. That's up there with airlines, bro. Yeah, that's insanity. That's crazy. What did it say again? Oh yeah, 50 million for the Olympia. That's bro. a little ridiculous. Sponsorship alone, 2.7 billion. Now you see why. I mean, I I told uh. A number of people. He's gonna be an NFL like, running back, dude. Well, gotta get him on the growth hormone at fourteen, bro. Yeah, like the rest of them, unfortunately. They all are. Oh, absolutely, bro. I, it's stupid for people to assume that they aren't using growth hormone in the. Just in think the about early recovery years. alone. The fact that you're tr you're on top of working out and strength training, they're doing their practices like chronically overtraining. Yeah, chronically overtraining. I was never that, so I don't know. I'd like to think it's possible, but I also, yeah. uh, I think that a lot of people like to take away the hard work and blame it on gear. So yeah, yeah, exactly. You gotta, you gotta still be a unit. 
to be a professional athlete, but still, bro, they have to recover somehow. All right, so what what is it to be natty or not? What is your guidelines? What is considered unnatural? Okay, I wanted to I wanted to to discuss this because Connor Murphy, shout out by the way, gotta get him on. We have to get him on. Gotta get Connor Murphy on. I had talked about this uh, two, three years ago, talking about how it's a spectrum, kind of like uh, sexuality. I don't believe it. <laughs> Dude, his – I was I watched everything. I watched every single thing he put out in 2020, and I died laughing every time. <laughs> Austin, right? What, he lives in Austin? Oh, he does live in Texas, yeah. Connor Murphy, the, friend of the show. What he talked about was that it's a spectrum, and, and he's right, because if you took a replacement dose of testosterone – from a doctor and a clinical perspective, you're doing something that's needed for your body's hormone regulation, and that yeah. tech natural. That's keeping your body natural, right? Yeah, especially if you're not going over over natural levels. Exactly, and you're not adding in these exogenous androgens and all of the yeah, growth gear. Just test. Here's another thing: a natty guy like me which I say natty because I've never injected anything besides what a doctor had given me, maybe a flu shot when I was younger, but I haven't really injected much of anything my whole life. Like Same man, I'm oh, such oh, a pussy about needles. <laughs> I haven't injected anything, and I've never taken SARMs, I've never taken anything that was t- necessarily at that androgenic like threshold, but I do use stuff like Yohimbine, I like to take the DMAA, as you know. Yeah, I, bro, it's about the herbs. That's natural. It literally grows in the ground. I've done the thingy Greek. I've done that kind of shit. But it's like, Yohimbine is an aphrodisiac. So then it's androgenic, and there is a lot of androgenic qualities to it. But it's an adreno, uh, noradrenaline-driven uh, herb. It's bad <laughs> for when I take it, and I haven't in a while. I've... In the gym, I cannot focus if there's a woman in there. It makes me a... <laughs> so how is that natural? You know what I mean? It is... Yeah, uh, that's a good point, bro. Yeah, because you're completely changing how you would be without any supplementation. Nonetheless, the way that it makes you burn fat and makes you... It makes you, like, more uh, androgenic, it's not really natural. It's yeah. not. Yeah, so we basically just described the two borders. One, like is even taking herbs natural up to the point of like taking tests could be considered natural i like to say anything below test is natural but every natural competition they allow testosterone replacement therapy so or i think most of them do we're talking from a bodybuilder meathead chemist perspective when in reality there's you know the the wada people that they outlaw yohimbine they outlaw ephedrine they outlaw they outlaw shit that you dude you, you um st- i'm trying to think we used to we used to get notific- notified at gnc some dump like nac like stuff for your liver just random things they don't want anyone to take anything i'm pretty sure caffeine was on it at one point they don't want you taking shit it's unbelievable so that that whole association i rule out completely based off of what derek talks about you know i agree with you any type of exogenous hormone that is uh that is identical like testosterone from a needle it's identical to testosterone from your body yeah so natural anything beyond that unnatural but over-the-counter supplements 
that's still natural. But it's technically not. It is, but it isn't. You so here I got for you the Natty or Not speed run. It's actually only four people. <laughs> All right. Tristan Lee. Not Natty. We're, we're going to bring up pictures of him below. Why do you say so? Not Natty. He had a he most definitely had a pituitary gland deficiency whenever he was a young man. He was like three foot eight or some shit yeah, for like probably short as fuck. <laughs> uh, imagine getting a girlfriend. I mean, I feel for the guy. I'm a short guy. <laughs> I'm not that short though. Well, you're like five seven. Yeah, you're, I'm like you're like big man short short problems like me. Yeah, I'm like five nine, five ten. <laughs> I have any muscles whatsoever, bro. I'm five eight on a good day without shoes on, and this kid, man. I mean, and there's a reason he looks the way he does, too. I always heard it from, from people that told me not to be so upset for being a short guy. If you're short, just be the most physically fit just human. Just be Lee Priest, yeah. <laughs> be the most physically jacked human you can possibly be. That was a workaround way of saying, no, I don't think he's natty. Yeah. He had to be taking something, even if it was some sort of, like, anti-thyroid medication i mean good god yeah because the dick skin bro for so long he had to have or his whole body would be a disaster emaciated for like five years bro no no one minute oh my god all right real quick real quick we got one minute um poppy jeff c natty or not jeff side i don't think he's 100 percent natural you think sarms or test pro like hormones at point. oh it's i forgot how big that was when he was first popping yeah dude Whenever he was a young man, I do believe that he got something over the counter, and he just was taking it off and on, off and on, and he just never talked about it. Dude, I forgot it. all about pro-hormones, that's right. Hormones were huge in the early 2000s, bro. Huge. Yeah. It introduced many people into Everybody's the uncle were on <laughs> Everyone, bro. And they were, too. Maybe super draw. I don't know. Super draw, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's... All right, all right. David Lane. Same thing? I think he's natty. I could believe it, bro. It's it's never been re ridiculously lean, but he always looks good. He's not ridiculously big. He's I, I can go with that. All right, Lex Little. Here's the. This is we were. I was uh, hoping we'd get to this one. I don't know how much time we have left, but probably thirty seconds. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry, bro. Little got on turkesterone, and this is where we were talking about that natty spectrum. How oh, natty Turk blow up works so unbelievably well. If it works as good as d-ball like a lot of people were saying how how natty is that yeah i still haven't tried a good source so i don't know i try to shit one on amazon that's what i'm wondering is it do you think he's natty because i don't know um his legs are questionable but how small he is overall he could just have naturally big legs because he's never like dick skin lean i could i could believe he's he's probably the most believable natural out of the four of those people natural based off of what he's he's admitted to using tech ter uh terkesterone but I think he's natty. Maybe we just keep going until it's bro. Just keep going. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Um, Chris Bumstead has an autoimmune kidney disease. I don't know if you saw Greg's video. What I've would you it. do? I, I, I have two options. Do you keep pushing Mr. O and possibly go for the most wins ever, or do you retire? Dogs! <laughs> Dogs! <laughs> All right, bye-bye. All right, so Chris Bumstead has an autoimmune kidney disease. I don't know if you saw Greg's video. What would you do if you were him? Would you keep pushing Mr. O's and try to get the most wins ever? Not that, I mean, would you even consider that in the same category as winning eight classic physiques, as Arnold winning eight Mr. Olympias? Is it the same thing? Or 
So does he keep pushing and try to break the record, or does he retire and focus on vitality and coaching? What would you do if you were Chris Bumstead? So I'll say this. I think that it it's it's easily more impressive based on his health conditions. That's number one. Um, he he is risking his life big time. Yeah, bro. By risking his life. And in, are like the last thing I would fuck with. Everyone who competes at that level is risking their life. Oh, yeah. He's risking it double because he has an autoimmune disease. So then should he keep going? No. He should have quit. He should have quit. He should have uh, said on stage, this is my last one. I'm going for four. He has four, right? Yeah, because he knew before that, right? He's known for a couple years, right? On multiple occasions. I've heard it through the grapevine. He is getting less healthy each time he's looking better yeah but that's what i'm saying how he has to be pushing more shit to be able to like keep winning because they they want him to be improved every time and he has been sadiq hatsovich he's not he's not competing anymore because he has dude, i don't kidney. understand why oh is that why dude he looks amazing that's one of the best physiques in the world for like classic and men's physique he, but the truth is Sadiq had to sauce his little face off to get there, bro. Oh, have you seen his modeling pictures? He shot with some people. I'll show you them sometime. Oh, I don't want to kill my body yet, bro. But if something if something changes and I start getting a, a big paycheck, then who's to say I who's to say I shouldn't? You know, if I can take care of myself in the in the end of it, who's to yeah. say? But I saw Chris Bumstead was driving Mercy and Lagos and old Ferraris yesterday, like. He was chilling in, in Barbados and in, in, in uh, Sicily, and he's on a yacht. I mean, I mean, why would you keep pushing it when you've already made it? Just keep Oh, that's what you're saying. I see, yeah. What's the point? I mean, what's the point of competing as a whole, especially you get 50 grand at the end yeah, of that? Yeah, that's like an unhealthy mindset to, like, have everything, and you're just like, I'm dying. No, I have to keep competing. Like, yeah, it, it is kind of crazy if he does want to keep competing. It takes a little bit of, like, a, a mental blockage like for a lot of these guys i mean you remember whenever uh george the bull died oh yeah cold in his hotel room cold his body had been laying there for that long because he was so dehydrated damn i mean yeah it, bro, it, that's fucked hell he looked it in the face he was like 40 and he didn't look in the face like a like a smoker would, would yeah. you know like been smoking their whole life or something i wonder what actually goes through chris bumstead's head no 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 he's um he's way smarter than that up to this point bro he has people taking good care of him and god bless him for that man i mean that's yeah he's a great guy i'm not a i'm not personally a, a, a <laughs> bumstead dick rider i know a lot of them i know a ton of them i mean all right not necessarily his i i was i was a jeff side uh, uh natty believer average average jeff side natty believer i always want to believe man i have i have no reason not to believe him you can only like, be so aesthetic now it's saying six minutes 55 seconds oh yeah no i did i saw that at 10 minutes yeah so we're good for five minutes all right what is the worst tasting energy drink this one i cannot think of you know there's so many at this point that i've reviewed and tried Dude, i have have, new... have you tried the rocks zoa oh this was is that what it is? Z O A? Yeah, the Rock, the Rock's energy drink. 
Those are trash. That is one of the worst things I've ever consumed in my life, bro. I like Jumanji, bro. I've watched that movie a lot, but I don't really watch any of his other movies. Take The Rocks. By Wolverine. I repeat, Wolverine. Okay, was this age? I swear I'm not making this up. I swear on my life. My bad, you cut out. What'd you say? I remember that. That video? Yeah. Yeah, I think it was the guy. Remember how they were all with that coach and he was like asking for pictures of their in the mixed ends and shit. I think that's how that video got out. And everybody still that is name. that coach too, bro. They all are? I think he's erased from Instagram. I Fucking think weirdo. <laughs> receive coaching from him because it's good for their- Oh, you think they're all doing it? I bet bro. you it does, bro. Had a video of him. Oh, that's gonna be me one day. <laughs> oh, and bro. Oh, I don't care if it's me. You know how- The remainder of this video had to be censored. Thanks for watching. If you guys enjoyed, like the video and subscribe because I think some people were literally taking what I was saying seriously last time because I lost like 10 subscribers the last couple weeks. But we've gained them back and we're growing. Comment down below ideas for our next podcast or if we should both just give up on YouTube altogether. Have a great night, guys. Cue the fucking music.